And welcome back to the Social Studies Podcast, the podcast where I study being social by being social. Wow, it's been a week. Holy hell has it been a week. Let me tell you what. What did I do this week? The answer is a lot. I went to bed every single day this week before 10 o'clock. On Thursday, I went to bed at 6.30? And I was sleeping by 7.30. Sleeping by 7.30. Slept the whole night. Woke up at my alarm. Okay. These kindergartners. Wow. Oh, my God. Literally sucking all the energy out of me. It's crazy. I love it, but it is crazy. You know, they say it's like herding cats. It's not like herding cats. It's like herding hummingbirds. Hummingbirds, their brains work so fast that whatever you're saying is gone in milliseconds, just like a hummingbird. They're there. They're right in front of you. They're so focused on getting that nectar, that nectar of knowledge. And then, boom, they're gone because now they're worried about the speck of dust that just went across their face. How it got there. What the hell is it? What does it mean? They're gone. They are gone. But I'm telling you what, I dug through all of my teacher stuff and I came across all of my old elementary books. They're like the ones that were always too, too young to read to fourth and fifth grade. They still kind of liked it. I whipped out all those books. I'm pulling out a book in this class. I'm reading three books a day. When you pull out a book, it's still the most amazing thing. It's just like they're little zombies. Like, I am ready to listen to the big man. Again, as he sits down at his rocking chair, so we can look at colorful pictures and enjoy this story about a potato that has his feelings hurt and then gets his feelings unhurt by finding other potatoes. Like, that is what's happening in Kindergartenville Land Island. Quick shout out to everybody who joined on Patreon this week. You can join on Patreon too. We got a Zoom comedy show coming up for all the Patreon subscribers. Five bucks. Zoom comedy show coming up in a few weeks. Join Patreon. Be a part of that. It's me and some other teacher comedians giving you some teacher comedy. Super funny. Got some super funny guys and gals lined up this month. Join Patreon. Patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. Patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. Patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. All right, this week started, and I know better, right? You have a plan. Does it ever go by the plan? No, never. Never. Have you ever baked cookies? You know, you go to make chocolate chip cookies. You follow the recipe exactly. You pull the cookies out, and they're just flat and really big and all over the tray. And... Most likely inedible. That's teaching. You know exactly what to do. You've done this a million times. Is it going to go that way? Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) It sure is not. And that was the start to my week. I get to work. I'm ready to go. I have everything that I need to set up. Boom, I get an email. There's a fire drill. I'm like, okay. Wow, no big deal. Fire drill. We're midway through the year. They've been through fire drills before. The kids know it's up. Okay. 
Not to mention that this fire drill was right after we're doing fifth grade buddies via Zoom. So the kids are Zooming in kindergarten with their fifth grade buddies who are like one classroom away and upstairs from us. This might sound like an engaging, great idea. Don't do it. Please don't do it until they're ready. It is nuts. It is so insane trying to get it together because first thing in the morning and I'm like, here's your iPad. Here's your iPad. Please don't talk to me. Password, password, password. It's like unreal. Cute idea. They're getting a lot out of it, but it is literally going to be how I die. So after Buddies comes up, I, I have about five minutes to talk to them about the fire drill. So I prep them again. Like you guys have been through a fire drill before. That, yes. Okay. You guys. This is not real. This is a practice fire drill, everyone. Practice. We do this so in the event of a real fire, you will be safe and we won't have any problems. Because if a real fire happens, which this is not, you will know what to do. Do you all understand? They do. They all understand. Do you have... Any questions about the fire drill? They don't. They look at me. They're ready to go. And I'm like, okay, this is great. They plug their ears in preparation. The second that alarm went off, they all looked at me in fear and started screaming, is it real? Is it real? Is it real? I I just told you. It's a drill. It is fake as hell. It is not real. But they were all scared. I I felt bad. I almost, I didn't laugh at them in the moment. I definitely got a good chuckle later. But their little faces were, is it real? (laughs) No. (laughs) No, it's not. It's not real. You're going to be fine. Okay? But let me tell you what. Those little bodies, I've never seen them get in a straight silent line faster in my life. They were up in line looking at me like, what the hell are we going to get out of this building? Man, it's on friggin' fire. Get us out on the playground. What are you doing? They're just like looking at me and I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're going to go. We get outside and we're standing in line. We had to go under this tent. And uh, they were like so good and patient. And I'm like, okay, okay, we just got to wait. Until the principal tells us we can go back in. Principal tells us we can go back in. This one kid. <laughs> he literally looks at me. He goes, oh, wow. Thank God it wasn't real. Uh, I know. It was never real. You knew the whole time it wasn't going to be real. But you didn't believe me until the very end. When we went back into the classroom. This kid's hysterical, by the way. He's a 45-year-old man trapped in a 5-year-old's body. Okay. He's obsessed with dinosaurs, so we're going to name him Dino. Dino talks with his hands, but when he talks with his hands, all of his fingers are closed together. So big, flat hands. And he talks to me. He goes, Mr. D, I am going to keep all of the salt on the playground in my pocket so I can season my food when I get home. I go, no, you're not. He goes, I am. I need this. I go, for what? He goes, to season my food. I go, Dino. Your mom's got salt at home. And let me tell you what. 
I'm pretty sure she doesn't want your five-year-old pocket salt seasoning your food. Dino comes, he agrees. He puts the salt down. He comes back into the classroom and hangs up his coat. His coat falls off his hook onto the ground. I swear to God, this kid must have had 12 fistfuls of ground salt in his pockets. It all just spilled. It spilled onto the floor like that scene in Showgirls where she throws the marbles onto the stage. And he just looked at me like, hmm, I don't know how that got there. Weird. This kid is great. Other thing that I love about him, he says hello every single time he passes the classroom. Like if I'm on there, I'm prep, like working. He's like, hey, Mr. D. I'm like, what's up, bud? <laughs> what's up, man? You're the best. Thank you for coming to school again today. Um, it was Valentine's. My bad. It wasn't Valentine's. It was Valentine's. Valentine's Day. You know, where we all look at people named Val and thank you for their time. Valentine's. Um, the kids, they're basically just tiny fiends for Valentine's. They love Valentine's. They had French class this week, too, where they made Valentine's cards in French. Dino forgot how to say Valentine's in French. So he just kept calling his his love things. I need my love thing for my mom. I wrote another love thing for my brother. Okay, Dino. Thank you for uh, thank you for sharing your love things with us. But they were like so psyched for Valentine's. I could not get them to chill. So I had this idea. I found a really cool book that apparently a bunch of kindergartners read to their class. Kindergarten teachers read to their classes called The Love Monster. I'm not sure if you're familiar. It's cute as hell. This I almost cried. This love monster, he's different than everyone in his monster world. And then at the end, he finally meets another monster on the bus, actually. And then they fall in love. I'm over here like, y'all little kids didn't tell me that I was going to get choked up from these books from time to time. Okay? I'm going to need a little bit of warning. God forbid we open a book about a whale who loses its mom and then finds it at the end. I will ball my face off. Anyway, really cool love monster craft from Apples and ABCs, Michelle. She's got her resources over there at TPT, which we'll get into. So I download this love monster craft, right? And it's a lot. It's like they cut out the body, then they cut out the eyes, and they cut out the feet, then they cut out the hands. I didn't realize this. I gave them all the pieces to cut out and their scissors. They don't know really how scissors work. I gave them scissors. You would have thought that I gave them a Rubik's Cube and said, solve it. They hold these things. You you would have thought that I asked them to cut these love monsters out with chopsticks. They cut it sometimes with two hands. The papers just fly in there. They got one hand on the bottom of the scissors, one hand on top of the scissors, and they're just hacking away like a barber who's giving you a botched mullet. They're having the time of their life with these love monster crafts. Now, I didn't listen to Michelle. She told me, nah, nah, how you got to do it is you give them the body, they cut it out. You give them the eyes, they cut it out. You give them the feet, they cut it out. You give them the hands, they cut it out. I'm like, okay, did I? I'm like, I don't know. My kid, I don't know about your kindergartners. 
my kindergartners seem to get their shit together. I got a lot of faith in this cutting, pasting, gluing, right? Um, Margaring, cranning. These kids are pretty good. They speak French, kind of. So I didn't heed her warning. And I was like, they can do it. They got this. Let's just say when they were finished, their love monsters had a lot of emphasis on monster. I don't know if you saw it. I put it on Instagram. You would have thought that Pablo Picasso came back from the dead, was whispering in these kids' ears, saying, put the eyes where the feet go. Put the eyes where the feet go. Now, when you glue his teeth on, I want them hanging out of his mouth like he looks like Austin Powers with horrible dental job. I want him to look like he can't even close his mouth because his underbite is hanging off his face. These things. Wow. I had a good laugh at that. But let me, I got to tell you what, though. I would rather have their stuff looking like that than have it be picture perfect. Like, I love their little creative minds. They're, I don't know if they did it on purpose or not, but I loved it. And I'm going to have them do this again with something else towards the end of the year so they can look at it and I could be like, hey, remember when you guys used to make things that looked like a freshman in college art student on a budget? And now you're like an actual artist almost? How about that? I think they will love it. We're in the middle of um, math this week too. They do this thing called ST Math on their iPads. I'm not really familiar with it. They have logins. I was like, great, we're going to do it. So they're set up and they're doing their ST math or whatever. And um, I don't know if you've been following what's going on in the West Coast of the United States right now, but we're getting a lot of snow. Snow is not a common thing here in Seattle. I'm used to it. These They had a light dusting on the playground one day and these kids were making snow angels. I'm like, you can see the cement. I could blow this away and there would be no more snow. I had to have one kid stand up because I was like, oh, honey, listen. If you go home and the back of this North Face is shredded because I allowed you to grind the back of your body into the blacktop, my ass is going to be handed to me in an email. So you're going to get up right now and this is not going to happen like this, okay? They couldn't stop talking about snow. They saw snow on the news before they would come to school. They hear about snow on the radio on their way to school. They cannot let go the snow. So they're on their ST math, right? So they have their iPads in front of them. They have their headphones on. They are extremely focused, extremely. Now, because of COVID, well, first of all, because of COVID, I don't know if I ever told you guys this. I only have a job because they added another section of kindergarten to get class sizes down even more so that we could be functioning in person. So with that said, they needed to make another kindergarten classroom. So our kindergarten classroom is actually the the library. Not ideal because it's not an actual classroom. Ideal. Because it has a fireplace. That's pretty cool. But another thing that it has is an entire wall that is a window. The whole wall. Top to bottom. Okay. 
we try to get the kids so that they're not looking outside because they get the, you know, they're hummingbirds. The sun came out last week and these little Seattle kids who don't see a lot of sun this time of year clapped for the sun. The sun got a standing ovation from the kids. They're like, yay, the sun. I'm like, hello. Um, I'm over here doing the Lord's work, trying to get y'all to do something. I think uh, you should clap for me. All the sun did was show himself through a few little clouds. All right. I'm working my ass off and waking up at 6 a.m. to do it. You're welcome. So um, they're working on ST math. They're sitting there. There's there's really no stopping whatever happens outside that window. Mother Nature apparently wanted to make shit crazy for me this day. She decides to drop some snow right outside my kindergarten classroom. Yes, she sure did. I'm lucky, though, because the kids are pretty focused on their ST math. Little focus on their little iPads, listening to their little headphones, okay? They don't see the snow. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to let this slide. I'm actually going to bring my body to the other side of the classroom so when they look up when they need me, which is literally always, they don't see the snow. Joke's on me. The kid sitting closest to the window looks and screams, it's snowing! Cue every single kindergartner standing up, running to the window. Only problem is their headphones are still on. So also cue... All of their iPads flying off their desk, slamming onto the floor, (laughs) dragging behind them because they just do not care. They have to get to the window to see the snow. I'm like, I'm fired. I'm a weekend and I'm gone. If any of these iPads are broken, I am toast. And they didn't even care. It was like, oh, my, their iPad fell. Mm, I, honestly, if I could be honest with you, I don't even think they knew that their iPad fell. A few of them, their headphones flew off the back of their heads, too, with the thrust of the iPad at the bottom. But yeah, picture a class of kindergartners with their faces pressed against a window. Some of them have headphones caught in their hair. Most of them had headphones on with the wire going down to the ground with an iPad at their feet. With their face in their hands, smashed on the glass. It was the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I, again, again, I gotta tell you. I keep having these moments where I'm like, you were supposed to do this. You were supposed to teach kindergarten. This takes a special kind of thinker. And you got it, Mr. D. You got it. I'm like, how am I going to get these kids back to their seat? Boom. Out of nowhere. I swear to God, Jesus and Mother Nature had a little meeting up there in the clouds. And Jesus was like, Mother Nature, let this man do his job. And she was like, fine, go ahead and give it to him. And Jesus was like, let me put this thought in his head. Out of nowhere, I said to the kids, oh, I forgot to tell you guys. They're like, what? I go, snow doesn't like to be watched. 
the more you watch it, the less that it comes down because snow doesn't like to be watched. So if you watch the snow, there might not be enough on the ground to go sledding. We probably won't have a snow day because you've been watching it so much. As I'm saying this, they're like slowly going back to their seats. So I keep going. I'm like, and based off that reaction, this snow for sure knows that it's been seen, that it's been watched. So I, they're going back to their seats, starting to work on the SD math. I go, wow, that's crazy. Half the class isn't watching anymore, and it's already snowing more. Boom, they're all in their seats. The girl who sits closest to the window. We're going to name, what am I going to name her? She's like incredibly smart, and she's super, you know, I'm going to name her Sophia, because she really, really, really reminds me of, you know, Sophia from Golden Girls. Sophia now is like my little snow watchman. She's got her eyes totally away from the window at the entire class. And the minute another kid looks over, she goes, stop it. Snow doesn't like to be watched. Boom. Kindergarten hack. Hey, how did I know how to do that? I did it. It's a gift and a little bit of a curse, but it's coming to me. <laughs> it's so great. And they did it. It was it was fantastic. And then they were back on task, all of them. Unbelievable. So good. Later on this week, you guys, this one, this one really got me. Um, I had I did this math activity. There's a lot of graphing in kindergarten that happens, a lot of bar graphs, a lot of picture graphs. Okay. So as a kindergarten team, we decided we were gonna graph. Um, those little heart candies that say like, love, kiss, miss you, that stuff. We were going to graph the colors of those. So we each took a box. We had graphing paper for the kids and they had to like color how many of each color there was. So I did it up at the board because we can't pass out candy and we have to keep it light on the manipulatives. Now we do have this insane machine that friggin' gives the you like it looks like an incubator if you will it looks like it literally looks like an industrial size incubator you roll out this cart that you might place like rolls of panera bread on to rise and you dump your manipulatives in there and you put it back in and turn this thing on and it like heats it up and shines some crazy light and it like cleanses your manipulatives i don't know if it really works it makes people feel better so i'm going along with it so we're going light on the manipulatives. So we're doing this graphing whole group. So I'm underneath the projector and I dump out my heart, my candy hearts. I'm like, okay, the first color we have to do is pink. Okay, count them as I pull them out. One, two, three, four. The class starts screaming, that's not pink. That's not pink. That's purple. That's purple. It was true. It was purple. Why? Your boy is colorblind. Like real colorblind actually so colorblind that we found out that i was colorblind because when i was in kindergarten i kept drawing the oceans and the skies purple and the teacher's like i think your kid's colorblind my mom took me to the doctor and sure enough i'm colorblind so the kids are shouting this out at me and i'm like oh okay well this is actually a really cool teaching teachable moment i could like talk to them about my differences in my body and i'm like oh you guys you're right actually do you know what color blindness is none of them i go 
I can see colors, but not the same way that you can. So colors that are very similar, such as this light pink and this light purple, look very much the same to me. And that happens to me. So thank you so much for helping me. Now I'm going to put my finger around and when I get to the purple ones, you tell me which ones are purple and I'll put those off to a side so I only grab the pink ones. They were super helpful. They were like, that one's purple. I'm like, okay, put it over to this side. Over to this side. Okay, now we got all the pinks. How many do we have? They were so helpful. So, so helpful. The next color is yellow. So I pull it out. I go, one. That's not yellow. That's not yellow. I looked at these kids and I was like, well, let's try one more. I pull another yellow one, push it. That's not yellow. That's not yellow. I look at them and I said, jokes on you. I'm not colorblind with yellow. They were trying to pull one on me on my own colorblindness. The audacity. I couldn't even believe it. I'm over here like these little kids already know how to scam and scheme. Can you even the audacity of the children? I didn't know what to do. I said, I am not colorblind with yellow. Let's try this again. Try and let's do it for real. No funny business. And also, I already can see there's five. So if anyone tries to tell me there's any more that are yellow that I didn't see, I got you. You got got. Now count the yellows. My joke's on them too. I kind of like screwed myself over there because I'm also colorblind with greens. So I had a hell of a time counting out the greens without their help. A kindergarten teacher who's colorblind. Am I even going to make it? I didn't realize how much colors go on in kindergarten. Almost everything is colors and coloring and color coding and color matching and color spelling. Holy shit. I better stick to red, white, and blue. Does what I, when I have another classroom where I can actually like set it up my own way, the colors are going to be either red, white, and blue. So I know the difference or it's going to be like yellow, black, and I don't know, cerulean, something way, I, to be honest with you, I don't even know what cerulean is. I only know it from the Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> what I, just, the colors are going to be contrasting. Very, very different. Blue, probably, probably red, white, and blue. Or black and yellow. We're going to be the bumblebees. There it is. Bumblebee theme 2022. Get ready. Mr. D's Bumblebees. Hey. We're on to something here. We're on to something. Um, okay, another thing too. I have another kid who is, um, he's Canadian or he was born in Canada. I don't, some, there's, there's like, there's a lot of Canada going on there, okay? I was, I looked at his file. They did come from Canada a little bit ago. Born in Canada. Wears a lot of Toronto Maple Leaf stuff. Is Canadian, all right? So, also, because of COVID, they do silent snack and silent lunch in the classroom because, you know, we got to keep it quiet. We got we don't want too much breathing. So I do story. I either read them a story so they stay very quiet or we do storyline online. Storyline, uh, story time online, storyline time, something. And it's celebrities who read. They're all on YouTube. It's celebrities reading books to kids, and they're generally very engaging because that's 
what they do. So I saw one and I picked it because I was like, oh my God, I didn't know that Justin Trudeau is on here. This kid's always talking about Canada. I bet he already knows who Justin Trudeau is and will recognize him. So I, it's the, the thumbnail's just a picture of the book, right? You don't really see the celebrity. So I'm like, this one's very special. I bet if anyone knows anything about Canada, they might see something familiar. And I figured Justin Trudeau is probably going to, you know, I'm Justin Trudeau, the prime minister of Canada. I do stuff and things. You know, a little bit of that. So I click it, it opens up, and there's Justin Trudeau. And I'm looking at him, I'm like, damn, Justin Trudeau looks different than I thought. Like, I knew Justin Trudeau was pretty well put together, but this Justin Trudeau was, like, incredibly put together. Like, so well-dressed, just on point, Justin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau goes to open his mouth the first... Oh, P.S., by the way, I hyped up the class about the whole Canada thing. Like, we, they were like, oh, cool. First thing Justin Trudeau says is, Hi, I'm Justin Thoreau. Thoreau. T-H-E-R-O-U-X. The actor. Justin Thoreau. I, I feel like I'm saying this wrong. Thoreau. We're going to say Thoreau. I... What, um, didn't know what I needed to do in this moment. I had a very quick panic attack. Um, because this very clearly was, uh, not the prime minister of Canada. All right. Teachers make mistakes too, kids. He starts reading. I'm trying to get my game plan together and I go to turn to the class and I was about to be like, you know what? I am so sorry. This doesn't have anything to do with Canada. Oh no, not in kindergarten. <laughs> Remember hummingbirds? They already forgot that. I said that this was anything about Canada. They already had their zombie faces on, transfixed, ready to go, ready to listen to Justin, whoever the hell this man is who's reading us a book. There's a book in front of me and the characters move. Thank you very much. I'm in my element. So I'm going to sit here, eat my go-go squeeze and have a ball. This is kindergarten, man. All right. You press play and let me do my thing. I don't really care what it is or what it's about. I'm into it. <laughs> the end. Oh, God. Oh, wow. We got a couple. Uh, we got winter break coming up over here. So I'm out of the classroom this upcoming week. We got the break going on. And then the week after that, it's a remote learning week. So, teaching kindergarten from my house. This should be uh, this should be interesting. Am I ready? No. Oh no, I'm I'm definitely not. I I I uh, I thank God every day that I got them when I did because at least right now they're somewhat housebroken. When I teach kindergarten in the spring and they just come to me completely feral. Uh, that's going to be a whole different side of me that you've probably never seen before. Lord help my soul when we get there. Um, but yeah, that's what we got coming up. Uh, I'm absolutely having the time of my life. I'm loving it. I love kindergarten. I'm never teaching anything else ever. 
Go ahead and join on Patreon, patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. We got that teacher comedy show coming up with a bunch of other teacher comedians ready to make you laugh. Patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski, patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski, patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. I'm glad you guys are liking this little kindergarten journey that I'm on. I'm loving it too. Hope you guys have a great week uh, and have fun. Have fun in your classes if you're a teacher. Have fun with your kids if you're a parent. Have fun with yourself if you don't fit in there. That sounded a lot dirtier than I wanted it to, so I'm just going to cut this short. I love you guys so much, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.